everybody welcome back to the Hellenic Brothers podcast i'm aj joined here by my bomb bad kale-faced pirates kale-faced pirates hey. all right all right all right pirate I'll, accept kings. I'll accept it pirate kings wow jamie matt and jack and we are joined here by our good friend hannah from the ray side how's it going hannah g'day there great to be here i'm so excited <laughs> to talk to you all um, I'm sure we're going to have a lot of banter, a lot of good times tonight. I'm so excited. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The best times. Are you kidding? We're talking about Mando, not yeah. Bad Batch. So we're going to have we're gonna have a good yeah. time. Yeah. So, yeah. No, no, no. This one's a good time. No this trauma one's, here. Yeah, this one was fun. Uh, although that might come up at some point, but who knows? Um, we're going to try not to. We'll try. We'll try. We're going to try. We'll try, not, we'll try not to cry, but yeah. no guarantee. We've been in mourning since, but um yeah hannah it's been a while since we talked to you last uh yeah. you've been doing your thing over your your channel the race oh, side yeah. killing it over there thank you so thank it's good you. to see Appreciate you it. yeah yeah it's so good to be I, I don't even remember the last time the last discussion we had maybe like trivia like two years ago on a on a complete other podcast i think it was the trivia with many, chad many i believe ago. Yeah. yeah chad what, what when was it in the chat uh but yeah Chad'll it's um us. It's always a good time. It's always a good time to be here. And yeah, and yeah. since then I have like a I have a whole other ch channel now, which is crazy. Um, yeah, life cool. is good. And I saw, I saw you guys at celebration though, which was yeah. like almost a year ago now. Yeah, that uh, was which almost was nuts. A year ago. Like accidentally too. We were just we were all standing outside. Actually, yeah, we were, I think it was just you, Jamie, Jamie and AJ. I think it was just you two. Maybe there. No, uh, I, I always, was I always miss everything. Sure cool. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think um, I think that was, by the time mentioned... I was around, you weren't around, and I was like, "Damn it!" Every time we mention <laughs> a celebration story, I feel like I see Jack's like soul leave his body because he didn't go. Yeah. <laughs> I feel so bad. We're getting Jack oh, celebration next time, uh, next time. Next time, I promise. Yeah, yeah. yeah. do it, do it, but for um, sure. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, it was that was so random, but I it was that's simultaneously the best and worst memories for me because it was the best time because it was insane. It was celebration, but also I was the most sick and ill I have ever been in my life on that trip. <laughs> like it was so bad. Like really? with the jet lag, and I got a, like a really bad cold, which wasn't COVID, and oh, wild yeah. stuff. But anyway, what happens when you go to California? <laughs> Apparently, yeah. California. <laughs> Oh, that's so good. But Hannah, how have you how have you been liking Mando season three so far? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it has been such a ride. I've been really enjoying it. I've, I'm one of those people that uh, with with season one and two of Mando being very episodic, uh, a lot of people liked that and vibed with that. Where it's like, yep, we're on this planet for this episode and move on next. Um, but personally, I didn't like that kind of flow of how a, a TV show would go. So this season I'm finding to be a, like a lot more linear and like the, the previous episode like directly links to next. And I really, really love that. Um, so I'm having a great time. I've got like minimal complaints of the season so far. I, I really am loving it. Yeah, it's it's weird because I totally agree with you. Like I love season two. Same. And then it was, we've said it a million times on the show now that it was kind of a soft, uh, soft opening for the other shows for like Ahsoka. Yeah, it was, right a back, it was a back tour. Backdoor pilot machine. Backdoor pilot. Soft yeah. opening. Whatever. Soft opening, whatever you want to say. But it was. I mean, it basically, like, every episode was introducing new characters for new shows or whatever. So, but... Mm. Which, maybe this season is too, in a way. We don't know. But Maybe. I love that there's an A and a B plot going on. And maybe even a C plot. But there's multiple things going on. It's not just yeah. following Mando. It's very wide open. Maybe some people don't like that as much. But, but I always mm. like what you said, AJ, was... 
one of your complaints about season one was that it only followed the Mandalorian and it didn't have like, it didn't cut away to anything else. And I totally agree with that. Like for me, Star Wars, it's like we have, you know, Luke's adventure, but then we cut back to Darth Vader every once in a while and we see what he's up to. We, you know, Mm -hmm. where's the Death Star? Where, what's going on over there? And then we cut back, you know, there's always multiple things going on. And Mando season one didn't really do that. So it makes sense in hindsight though, because they're building men, they're building Din Djarin well, yeah, what, up, like, who, so we can know him. Who else are you going to cut to? You know? yeah. it's, uh, it's really funny that this is still the same writing team and the same directing team, for the most part, and showrunners since season one. And yet season three could not feel more different pacing-wise. Uh, I, I yeah. too, am really enjoying the, like, they're trying new things. They're not afraid to just be stuck in a formula, because that would just mean that we were stuck in a rut. And I don't want that yeah. kind of just like forced rhythm of everything. I, I I like am so excited to just not have any idea what's going on and or any expectations for what the next episode could bring. Like after this episode, I have no idea what's going on. And I could not be more excited for next week. Yeah. Three more episodes. I just have to say, oh my God, Jack, you have to do like audiobooks, brother. You you have the best speaking <laughs> voice. <laughs> I've spoken to so That's many people virtually. <laughs> Damn, that is the coolest voice I've ever You should read Plagueis. Imagine your voice reading Plagueis. Oh my God. That'd be so, nice. Oh you ever heard God. of the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the worst? Yeah. <laughs> oh no, you got him doing voice. <laughs> we agreed yeah. before the stream. No voices this week to save your <sighs> voice. You don't feel well, okay? Settle True down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. That... That's very much appreciated. I totally love He does have a great voice, anyway, though. I do agree, though. Yes. Yeah, right? Right? We're all thinking it. We're all thinking it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so chapter, yeah. chapter 21, The Pirate, which I feel like is just a weird title for this episode. Like, yeah. obviously, the, the big the big bad of the episode was Gorian Shard, The Pirate. But why most of these titles have had, like, multiple meanings. Like the foundling, you could say it was it was Grogu in the flashback, or it was Bo Katan, because she's kind of a foundling, I mm. guess, of or it's even Din, he's a foundling as well. Or Ragnar. Um, yeah. Or Ragnar. Also, like that, that had multiple meanings. And what were the other titles so far? Refresh my memory. That's it. That's the only That's title. But they've all had like you know, the multiple meanings. Mandalore. The Minds of Mandalore was pretty straightforward. I was gonna say, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if there's multiple meanings to the Minds of Mandalore. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you meant the, the other pirate. minds? There's only no, one pirate. The land mines of Mandalore. It's the mines in your mind. Yeah, the mines of Mandalore. The mind of Mandalore. The apostate was the first one. Which, that works. That that's multiple that's, levels. That's, yeah. Bow and uh, yeah. yeah. What was last week? What was the before the foundling? Was uh, the convert? Yeah, there we go. Ah, convert. Oh yeah, but that again, was, again, that really multiple. It could also be the multiple. New Republic character. Oh, right. I yeah, name. yeah, Doctor Pershing, Alaykin, or Alaykin. All right. Oh. Well, guess what? In this week, the pirate. There were multiple pirates. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, for sure, were a lot of pirates, including one that looked exactly like Smee. From <laughs> yeah. Man, that gave yeah. me like a jump scare. That was great. I just love that. Oh yeah. <laughs> Be prepared for that. Don't be sipping at any time because yeah, it happens. (laughs) I feel like Marauder's crew here knows that we're obsessed with pirates anyway. So this this episode is right up our alley. Like it just it just makes total sense. We've been eating well this season. (laughs) Yeah, we have. In terms of pirates, are you kidding? We had (laughs) Gorian Shard. You can't eat better than Gorian Shard. 
He's he's no. literally leafy green. That's eating healthy. Right That's there. eating healthy yeah. as hell. He's a superfood. He's a super pirate food. He's got tomatoes <laughs> for eyes. He's basically just a salad. Oh my god. He's a walking <laughs> pirate salad, and I and I love oh, him man. and I miss him. So somehow, <laughs> yeah. Somehow Palpatine returned, but also somehow I forgot to plug my laptop in. So let me go grab my charger. Talk amongst yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it is wow over there. very prepared hey guys i just thought i just thought of something you ready for this ready for this no gorian shard more like gorian chard no. that's actually pretty good that's thank actually you. that works that thank you thank you <laughs> you you had to wait until aj left to like drop that one because because i usually get him at bad times he, he'll he'd probably be like drinking water or something and he'd be like choking he has no idea what we're talking about right now. I love how he had to move Cobb Vanth to get the charger. Like, why did Van why did Cobb Vanth have the charger? He's the, he's the protect protector of the outlet. Yeah. Well, he's got that new, like, you know, robo structure after um after yeah. shot the hell up. That's that's his upgrade. He has an outlet yeah. like on his boot. He's still got lithium ion batteries on his foot. There, you know? He's got a charge. Right, got a charge for a little while. Oh man. Oh, charger. Oh, yeah, nothing. Me grabbing anyway. my charger. <laughs> Anyways, don't worry anyway. about it. the pirates. Well, the pirates. Before yeah. we get to the pirates, let's talk about uh, the best thing I've seen in a while. Hey. Hey. Oh, hey. Hey. Okay. Yeah. When they showed that that base, wherever that was, it looked like something out of like Vietnam or something, right? Like yeah. this military yeah. base, you know, this New Republic base, and they're all chilling there with the pool table and the wacky music. Yeah, the music was great. Psychedelic mm -hmm. rock music. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it almost felt wrong to not have CCR playing. You know, like it's just. <laughs> I bet an edit yeah. exists I mean, out there already. You're not wrong. Oh, that might be. Good. That <laughs> might be the Star Wars equivalent of CCR. Maybe they were yeah. writing it about the Clone Wars or something. Who knows? <laughs> I, I I did think this opening shot of the place looked like uh, the load-in screen for the Scarif map of Battlefront. A little I, bit. I, little I, bit, I yeah. got that vibe. Like in a complimentive though. way, not like a you suck way. Yeah, uh, yeah. but I, I literally thought, I was like, are we are we loading into Scarif right now? Like heroes <laughs> versus villains on, on Scarif. Going um, to Scarif. Like, yeah. Do we it, was, it looked like Scarif. I thought it was Scarif. Uh, so no, we don't know what the planet is yet. Like we know that that's like Adelphi Squadron, Adelphi Station, whatever yeah. that group is. But I don't right. think that's the name of that planet. Yeah, but... I don't think it's that. Yeah. So in I, in yeah, Shadow sure of the exactly. Sith. Here we go. Matt's Delphi. gonna drop a lot of book references tonight. I just want everyone to know. Everybody get ready. There's a lot. Buckle in. Buckle in. Everybody's gonna buckle in. First one tonight. Uh, in Shadow of the Sith, Luke and Lando go to Adelphi base. That's the first time this base has ever uh, been mentioned or brought up. Was in Damn. Shadow of the Sith, uh, where they go to. A, it's an orbiting base. It's not even on a planet. Um, but I would Outer assume space. the planet is Adelphi. Wow. Uh, I don't know why it wouldn't be, other than maybe it's like the Adelphi system or, you know, any number of things. But yeah, we see the base years later, and it's the New Republic is just as stuffy and uh, ineffective, ineffectual as they are <laughs> in this episode. Luke and Lando show up. They're like, hey, uh, help us out here. And they're like, nah, <laughs> we don't know who you are, whatever. Like, just leave us alone. And they're like, what? <laughs> So, so that, that's like literally what happens is like no one recognizes them or like knows who they are. So. so it's like they're sitting there, they're sitting there like, what? How did this happen? 
Uh, oh, I, love that, I love that bit when it's like I'm you should know who I am like I'm a very important person like mm-hmm. uh in Ted Lasso like that happened in, in season two with Roy Kent trying to get in and he's yep. like I'm Roy Kent and it's like you don't look like Roy Kent and then when he has the ticket he's like oh it is you he's like fuck off that's oh yeah, yeah it was Roy Kent <laughs> oh yeah I love that that happened that happens in season three too oh is that Roy Kent and he's like fuck off and they're like it is I love that <laughs> yeah, yeah a yeah. great running joke um <laughs> So Chad's comment got brought up. Uh, I was going to save that for later, but uh, I guess I'll get it out of the way now. Very quickly, because no Very one knows quickly. what you're talking about. Uh, so later on, um, Gorian Shard mentions the Pirate Nation. Uh, so I think we're going to be seeing more of the Pirate Nation. The Pirate Nation it was originally set up in the Aftermath trilogy of novels, which if you know anything about post-Return of the Jedi, you know that practically every piece of content post-Return of the Jedi takes something from Aftermath. And Mandalorian has already taken a lot. Cobb Vanth is from the Aftermath trilogy. Uh, The Bounty Hunters Guild is from set up in the Aftermath trilogy. And now we have the Pirate Nation in the novels, in the interludes. A pirate named Eliodi Marcavania finds a Super Star Destroyer um, and collects themselves a huge like crew and civilians and all these people. And they actually uh, head out into space to start their own pirate nation and something i learned again? today Eliodi maracavania okay good uh i'm funny. pretty sure that's the swedish prime minister actually oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, so. that's what that sounds like <laughs> <laughs> yeah um what do you call it uh gory mentions like the new republic can't even protect the mid-rim from the pirate nation um so yeah, yeah like mm-hmm. so it's encroaching and fun story or fun fact in Victory's Price, which I haven't read, but I looked this up, um, the second novel in the Alphabet Squadron, the pirate sector is mentioned there too. So this pirate problem has been set up in multiple novels before it appeared in The Mandalorian. I the love that problem. Kind of- but you know what else is cool? If you're even remotely interested in pirates as like a real thing in history, there's also, you know, the pirate nation was like a real thing, a real concept that like yeah. pirates like of the actual Caribbean and whatnot, like... Pirates of the actual thing. Caribbean. The actual yeah. Caribbean, you know, like the golden age of piracy. Um, not not the movie, but I guess also the movie. <laughs> well, right? I was gonna say, at but yeah. Then, yeah, I mean, <laughs> <the movie's laughs> <laughs> but um, mm. but yeah, there's multiple levels to my favorite term. There's multiple layers to this. Like everything about pirates, like there's like they're pulling from so much from the books and the people who have read the books or look up stuff consistently like matt does um know about this and then people who are just like you know weirdos like us who really like pirates are like oh my god like they're like bringing that kind of thing into it and then otherwise it's just like an off-handed line that's just like all right cool there's other pirates out there like hondo and sidonathano yeah i don't i cannot stop pressing the sidonathano button and i will keep pressing it until he appears on screen (laughs) what does the button look like huh what does the button look like is it shaped like his helmet yeah, she's going to be shaped like him. <laughs> it's basically just our logo. Desperate yeah. for Hondo on screen. Get, get I know. Oh, and Hondo. Right. I mean, they already have his live action look like yeah. down because uh, they have it in Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, so... He exists, obviously, and everyone knows him. Wait, I saw someone uh, saying in a chat the other day that uh, on, on Gorian's ship where there's that uh, Ugnaught that's like mm-hmm. there, like what if that was Hondo's friend? That that uh, oh fr- yeah his friend Ugnor that like oh, turned on him and like oh, joined Gorian. I was like wow uh, damn. Oh, I forget his name. <laughs> what was his oh, name? Damn. But he didn't speak. Like, he didn't speak basic. 
He spoke. No, he didn't. Ah, oh, true, true, true. He didn't yeah. make it. Well, maybe yeah. he learned. Although maybe he learned basic. He learned to talk like a pirate. Talk like wow. a pirate day. When is talk like a pirate? Yeah, day? what is that character? September. September. <laughs> I remember the character. I don't remember the name though. Um, we'll, we'll, it'll come to us. Yeah, I, Chad, Chad, that's your job. It, Look it up. I never. Yeah. I feel like it was like something silly, like Clem. I know that was like the name in Andor that Cassian Clem. used. That was his father. But like, I feel like it was something simple like that. Um, yeah. And if Hodo has to come back, like this, this Ugnaught sidekick has to come back for Melch. sure. Yes. For sure. Mm. With Velch, of course. No, Melch. not Velch. Melch. Oh, Melch. 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 It was Melch. Star Wars with the names that only change one letter. Like, yeah. There's Velch and Andor, Melchie. iconic. There's Melchie, and now there's Melch. Oh my god! There's too many people. There's too many people in Star Wars. (laughs) Thank you, Chad. I wasn't asking for when talk like a pirate day was. I was asking about the but thank you. (laughs) So back to back to the New Republic base with the pilots. Um, At one end of the bar, before we see Zeb and and uh, Carson Teva, we Mm -hmm. see Filoni. Rick Famuyuma and Deborah Chow, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. And they were they were the three pilots in season one, so we had to have them chilling at the bar. And I, I Filoni's hat. Yeah, I love that Filoni was like, "I'm gonna wear my hat," and they were like, "Should you wear the hat?" And Dave's like, "I'm gonna wear the hat," and then <laughs> <laughs> he's got to like, wear the hat. Yeah, you know that that was the terms and conditions yeah. of him. Oh, yeah. yeah. Screen. And then I don't like, actually think I've ever seen him without his hat. Like I've seen him with a helmet, but I don't think I've ever seen. I don't know his what the top of his head, head. looks like. I, don't, yeah, I, like, I think that he's like actually like decraniated, like the people in um or that solo, they don't yeah. have like a top half of their heads. Or he's like a he's Lego. Like, he's like a droid. A Lego <laughs> he like pops off. That being whole... said though, that being said, this hat didn't have like the grooves on top like it normally does, and so he had more of like the Cad Bane style of hat, which I thought was really interesting because they were probably like, all right, look, you of all people know you can't wear the cowboy hat, but you can do. The space cowboy hat. Space cowboy hat, which is like just slightly different, flatter brim, exactly, and, and just like a like a square top. I feel like a cowboy hat's been seen in Star Wars before. Am I crazy? With, on Cad Bane. Other than it, it, I think in, in a couple things, you like know where regular, we should like, one. we should what? have it on Cobb Bath. On occasion, yeah. I do toss one of the cowboy hats on that cardboard cutout down there, but he doesn't stand that well with it. So yeah. go full cowboy. <laughs> Oh yeah, there it is. That's anyway. what Dave Filoni's head looks like underneath. Yeah. <laughs> he he kind of looks, looks like, like a bald. monk where it's actually bald on the top, but he's got oh. like hair that like yes. literally around his ears. Right around like as soon as you lift the hat, it's like there's bald. It's, 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 no it's a temp control it's... thing. He actually can grow like the hair's fine there. It's just he shaves it just because like that. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think we're getting to the bottom. Anyway, of it, guys. Um, Dave Filoni, if you're listening, I know you are. Come on our show, disprove it. Yeah. I, I love how he literally was like, Zeb is gonna be in this scene and I want to be in this scene as well. So I love how yeah, that was like that decision. Absolutely. Yeah. And then we see yeah. Carson Teva himself, the actual part of the scene. Yes. Point of the scene, I should say. And um he gets a message, right, from Grief Karga, which we didn't even talk about that Navarro got absolutely blown away by the pirates finally. Like how long? Finally. How long? Been waiting Mando, to see some civilians running. Jeez. Mando left the Navarro in episode one or chapter whatever chapter that was at this point. I can't keep track. But episode one of the season, and he flew by those pirates. Were they just chilling up there for a while before they attacked, or was that like right after? No, they were getting their supplies and whatnot. Like, look, everybody had to like go back because the ship. Pillaging. 
But yeah, they, they, they had pirate errands to run. Pirate got a lot errands. Drinking yeah. drugs. Quick plunder here and there. Pirate errand. What yeah. is a pirate errand? Um, well, they got to get more cannonballs, and yeah. they they have yeah. to. Re replenish their fruit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it fresh planks food. just in case you pop. You don't want to get space scurvy. I was just gonna say, does space, space scurvy exist? Probably. For sure. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, mountain trick may lose no matter what. It, is exactly. it treated with citrus fruits? There you go. So that's what the air is. Have we done a build the pirate yet? I think we wanted to. I don't think we got to it yet. But now is the opportunity. Hmm. Yeah, stay tuned for Build a Pirate at some Build point in the future. We'll do it on September 19th. <laughs> okay. uh, talk like a pirate day. We have to yeah, do it talking like a pirate the whole time? No. It could be tough. <laughs> It'd be a tall order. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> Jack's already in the spirit. Jack's Navarro yeah. got blown away. Yeah, Kind of. Yes. You know, some of it did. Grief yeah. and everyone runs away. They're just walking the, the desert there or whatever that is. The, the wasteland. Are like, we're hunkering down. <laughs> yeah, the Andellans <laughs> stayed. Stayed. No one could get uh, in their house in the their building. Wizard stayed. Yeah, and they helped out oh, big yeah. time. But guys, on, they guess, helped guess who followed? Um. Oh. Um. What? I don't. One remember. of the villagers was a Melito. What's a Melito? Was a Sarko Plank. Okay, okay. I noticed that guy. It was the guy with like the toenail face. Oh. Yeah, toenail face. I didn't notice him. I you didn't notice him. Wow. I was losing it. I, every time he appeared on screen, I was dancing. I was like, I oh pointed my that God. out. You were dancing. That's I was like, nuts. that's the toenail guy. And he just kind of looked at me like, I did? <laughs> yes. Oh, I didn't notice that. <laughs> I was wondering, the whole time I was wondering where Grief's robes went. I guess he well, left them. He dropped them once the evacuation started. He was like, I'm um, out. Well, I, so what I, I thought was funny in my rewatch, I noticed that Gorian hails grief. Grief answers the hail. Mm. They talk. He negotiates. And then Gorian ends in the snarkiest way possible and is factually incorrect yep. when he yep. goes, and if you don't hail me again unless it's to surrender, sir, you <laughs> called me. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing when that happened. <laughs> That's wow. great. The audacity. Oh, uh, That's what I'm gonna it, do from now on. I'm gonna call somebody and be like, "Don't call me again." Like, no. <laughs> the good brilliant move. of it. <laughs> brilliant. That's a brilliant <laughs> move. Gorian looked very nice on that hologram. I'd say, right, Matt? Oh yeah, big Muppet energy. Friggin' love the Muppet mouth. Actually, get yeah, the mouth. Oh, there it was a little uh, wacky, dude. Yeah. I absolutely love when Muppets have like, no articulation. Lips and they're like, bah, 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 yeah, and then they they that. like randomly like purse forward for like no reason. Blah blah yep. blah 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 blah. And, yep. <laughs> and their mouth just like doesn't match the movement at all. But Not at all. Your brain just you like pulls it in. You know what? They don't know fully what the deal is. They're just they're just rolling with it. If I had to pick between like uh. You know, like like the issues that we've had with CGI characters and just like how fake they can feel, especially when you watch them like five or ten years down the road as technology keeps improving versus a puppet. Damn, man, it's, the practical shit just keeps working. Like, I don't care how jank it is. I still love it over the, over the CGI. You know, like mm. this is, you know, preaching to the choir. We all love us a good, good, some Bring good puppet back. work. But... Bring back puppet yeah. Yoda in episode Even episode one, one Puppet Yoda. Even Absolutely. Yeah. Bring him CGI Puppet Yoda with green screen and composites into episode two and three. I want some puppeteer to lose their mind trying to do yeah. that for the Dooku fight. I, I need do, do it with everybody. <laughs> Remove all CG from all the movies. I want Puppet Tarkin in Rogue One. Yes. 
Just give me puppet everything. He's just like a Muppet. <laughs> no, I just want I, I Muppet want... Star Wars now. <laughs> I want to be there when the puppeteer gets the brief of the fight Yoda has to have with Count Dooku yes. and Attack of the Clones goes. He, he do does something. what? He jumps <laughs> how high? Hey, We're going to do a Muppet for that. <laughs> and it's literally like, oh my god, that Japanese theater, what is it, Kabuki, where they like dress in all black and they're just kind of like standing in the background. Oh, in the back, as yeah, like yeah. Them. yeah. So there's, there's like three guys dressed in black and they're just running around Christopher Lee as he's swinging at this, they're just tossing a puppet all around. Attack of the Clones, <laughs> the musical. What are we, what oh, are we yeah. this? We get the Kabuki cut of Attack of the Clones, guys. The Kabuki oh, cut. <laughs> R.I.P. Uh, I didn't think we'd what? go there today, but wow. I don't know where I thought we were gonna go today, but we we, we went there. So no, no one, no one could have Kabuki cut on their on their bingo card. I don't know. Chad about the bingo cards. Chad had it. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, we talked we talk about, about Zeb the, a bit. Can yeah. we talk about the fact that the pirates had an actual like wheel on their bridge? Yeah, I like, love they're that. They're steering by a wheel in a, in a starship. That ship is really cool. Oh my space. god. Maybe it's maybe it's like a boat, you know how like they've got the rudder control. And, it was like, exactly um... like a boat. It was ridiculous <laughs> how like it was an actual boat, and like I love how they kept referring to the ship as a corsair. Yes. Yeah. Like I, I believe it had a different name, but it was, a, but uh, it was corsair cumulus, class. Cumulus corsair class. Yes. Is the name of the ship. What a cool ship! What, what a, a cool, cool friggin' ship. ship! Why did they destroy it? Why did they kill him? <sighs> <laughs> they destroy all the cool ships. Oh, oh, the Razor Crest is gone. This thing's gone. What really was uh, those holes? Oh, was like, what's the likelihood they'll come out with a Lego set of it though? Like, even I though it's gone one. now, they'll I'm be like Lego set. Let's do it. They made one of the little. Or they're making one of the little. Uh, they're little ships. The snub fighters, I think they called them. Yeah. I want one of the big one. Okay, we're getting. Yeah. Yeah. We're getting yeah. Republic yeah. Anything is possible. We're getting high republic. Yeah, it'll the be little kiddos. Yes, it'll be seven hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. <laughs> yes. C complete side <laughs> note: We're getting the high republic Legos, but they're for like the new little kids show and everything. And they're highly marketing nubs, the little blue teddy bear looking guy that D. Bradley nubs. Baker voices. <laughs> um, oh but he's not in Lego form, and I'm absolutely gutted. They have like all the other characters except nubs, and I'm like, you make him in all the other merchandise, but you're not going to make him in the Lego. <laughs> They're gonna make a fill a full buildable nubs. Life there you go. God, yes. Giant nubs. Yes. Honor, I 100% agree. I want a Starhawk and Mando like yesterday. That'd be cool. Please. Yeah. So Carson Teva gets the message um, yes. that he has to. Well, I don't know what he thinks at first because he goes to the he goes to Coruscant after. But we see Zeb, and Zeb's like, "Hey, I thought Navarro was coming around." Hey. And hey. I don't. <laughs> I don't know what else he said, but it's weird that he. I don't know what he meant by that. Like I, no, I know Navar joined the New Republic, but I don't know. What were you guys gonna say? I, I really I thought Navarro was gonna make it. That's what he said. Oh, okay. Because like they, they were I, I was just so wowed that I like didn't yeah. listen to what he said. I was I just like, what he that's said. a snip. That's all I thought. <laughs> I don't remember anything he said. I just remember looking at him in like awe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I was Literally. okay. I was obsessed at like uh, with these flight suits as well because they are there's the good combination of like the OT flight suits and the flight vests and then there's like the early like resistance like flight vests which was just like so cool to like start seeing all the blue ones were like this new like pseudo version of like a uh, New Republic uh, resistance version. I love. I'm not even in this shot. You're just, just really talking about it. I was. You are like, Zeb in this shot. My my last my last piece about this. I was obsessed with the fact that he has like the short sleeves and short pants. Um, 
for accommodating his arms and legs, but it's just like a boss's flight suit and whatnot. And so like I love how yeah. they like oh, yeah. continued using that That's like aesthetic. Like. It's Thank just you. it's perfect. Yeah. So, that is I'm place it. a good point. I, he looks so good. He looks his, so good. The hair on his arms looks phenomenal. Like his face doesn't look too scary. <laughs> his I goatee like, looks good or whatever. I was worried CGI, about yeah. this whole episode really was top notch. Like the dog fights and like the whole battle uh with the Corsair was incredible. Mm. And and, and like Zeb here, like works so well. Like I was just really I was I was talking trash on CGI like, not five minutes ago, but that Zeb was but it looked good so here. well done. Spared no expense. Yeah. <laughs> They definitely like shoveled a lot of money into this episode and it showed, which mm. was really, really exciting to see all of it. And like, I'd like said, like, afterwards, like, this episode low key is one of my favorite episodes of The Mandalorian. Um, and I never thought I would like say that something over the Marshall, but it really is, it's up there. Would you say this? Yeah, yeah it was up there. Would okay. you say this episode had like some of the most animation or like, you know, CG that we see in a lot of these? Because Peter Ramsey maybe uh directed this one and he's very known he's never directed live action as far as i know i was looking through his thing prior to the episode and he's known for um into the spider verse and a lot of big things like that oh, so yeah. maybe I they mean, were like, like oh you know this guy's great at this stuff so yeah i mean like I there know. there was a ton of cg this episode i mean they had like the big character reveal a lot of it was like space battles and that kind of stuff all the mandalorians flying around like that mm. <laughs> was like another like big piece of it yeah um, coruscant yeah. Of course not. Yeah, that's all not well, there. <laughs> that was a big part of like why Dave Filoni uh worked so well uh like when he came on to work on Clone Wars because he was working on Avatar the Last Airbender before that. And and to direct action in animation, it's a totally different beast. There's so many different considerations, and to bring it to life in a way that's enjoyable, it, it just takes a different mind from live action work, even mm. though a lot of live action has cgi these days uh when you're relying on it more than you are the live action part of it uh there's a different approach you can take yeah it's really cool to see mm. it shows this is really good he did a really good job excellent job yeah um mm. and we go to coruscant from there speaking of and... excellent jobs so much coruscant <laughs> let's talk about tim meadows Oh my uh, god. Yeah. I, One person I never expected to see in Star Wars. I, I don't know where he was kind of wanted. Immediately as soon as he popped up, I, my whole day was just made. My my there was a light in my life I didn't know. Zeb didn't do it for missing. you. Zeb did it for me, but come on. I love Tim Meadows. I love yeah. I love seeing him. And I love that all the New Republic people are played by comedians. I think that's the funniest thing. It like, just adds so much depth to the fact yeah. that they're letting the First Order just like rise in the shadows and they have no idea because they're all just a bunch of dopes. I'm sorry, they are. Like, <laughs> they are. Most of them. Yeah. It, 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 yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty what funny. Was his, what was his job in this? Like, I know he was sitting at a desk doing kind of like the files yeah. kind of stuff that Pershing was doing when we saw a but... director yeah, yeah. Coordinator, coordinator. Yeah, managerial lights something like that yeah some managerial man section <laughs> manager yeah. of some kind uh, I don't yeah. know like there's a uniform somewhere to Crick's Maydean wasn't it a little bit yeah yeah, yeah was, uh, I don't yeah. remember what his title was um well it had yeah, five it was, dots it was... four dots four dots you know I did not count the Purina logo this time we'll go back we'll but, go, uh, we'll count the go back actually what does a dot mean I don't know. I don't uh, remember. No, I gotta mean oh, a lot has to mean a lot. You what guys would know. What do the no. ranks mean? I don't, I don't know anything about the ranking system. People are always talking about the imperial like badges. Yeah. And I'm sitting there just like, like 
Yeah, his, rank, his rank badge That's is all had. over the place. Yeah, and he's just he got the, that, uh, thing. He the diagonal I, one. Don't judge me casually having this photo of like the three. <laughs> oh, it's a great photo. I love yeah. it. Like, I've, I've been, I've been looking at it for the past like day when I'm not crying over the bad batch. Um, so <laughs> it's this is a great photo. <laughs> so in other words, you can see that he clearly has tic tac toe. Yes, um, he's almost. <laughs> he won. Well, yeah, he's oh, he, he has tic tac toe. See, he's he's got. Oh yeah, oh the three diagonals. He's got it. Crooks made this is random creepily on his on his jacket. Crooks um, yeah. has a random beard on his face that wasn't there. It's glued on. It's glued on. <laughs> is that you know? Really? Do you oh, know that that's story? Why it looks so weird. Do you know no, that story? You know that? It's one of no, my favorite Star no. Wars stories. They're they tangent, made tangent they made the Crooks Maydean figure, and the actor shaved, and they were like, "We can't have you shaved because the figure has a beard." So they glued a beard on his face. No way. It does yeah. look bizarre. It, it looks, looks bizarre. Weird. It looks Wild. awful. Well, I mean, what could, what else could they do back then? You know, like, good Lord. What what the hell, man? You had one it's job, and that was funny. to not shave your beard until production <laughs> was done. Oh, that's I guess they didn't think he was going to shave his beard. Who knows? I guess not. I feel like they should have discussed that in this contract. Jesus. Who, he didn't think yeah. an action figure was going to get made yeah, over. Back in the day, it was tough. Yeah, no, exactly. Star and Wars was built on action figures. Speaking yeah. of wardrobes, let's just quickly talk about Carson Teva's jacket. Ooh, yeah. oh, such a good bomber jacket. Such a good Very... bomber jacket that Poe Dameron wears in The Last Jedi. Yeah. Is that the same one? It's the same no, one. Pretty much. The same patch. That meaning that Poe Dameron is wearing like a vintage New Republic like bomber's jacket. And it's so worn in and like weathered it's up. Probably from so. his yeah. dad. It's that's his what dad. I keep saying, dude. It's it Kess's. has to be Kess Dameron's. Oh, guys, if if we get Kess and Shara Bay, I am probably gonna like lose my shits. Why like, haven't they done wow. that? They have to. Anyway. Do it's coming. It's coming. They're sprinkling in the stuff. I appreciate it. You know, like not because I don't like the sequels. It's that it's that it it, it helps weave it in more fluidly versus being like, see, here it is. It's right yeah. here. You know, yeah. like like same it's with more natural. Like we got the we got the oh crap space whales in the first episode. The pergil. The pergil. Pergil. Yeah. Thank you, Pergle. I was gonna waste time. Uh, and then and then now we have Zeb. Like just sprinkling it in. You know, yeah. getting us hyped in just mm. a little bit, revving the engines. Exactly. Mm. Instead of being like, hey, you guys remember Rebels? There's a show coming out. On the on the other side of the <laughs> coin, other side of the coin, other we see Elia Kane, you know, side-eyeing everywhere, looking around, being all you know, sus. Yeah, being I'm, majorly sus. She immediately butts her way into the office where they're talking. And uh, how do we feel about how do we feel about her right now? Hannah, like a couple episodes ago, we had the Pershing Elia Kane episode. How are you feeling about that whole situation and where Elia Kane is? Just I'm so confused. I am Me beyond too. confused. Is she okay? She's she's like quadrupling crossing herself. I don't even know. She she was in imperial. She was post empire imperial. Then she's gone against it. Then she so she's for the new republic now. But then she's going against Pershing. Going against the new republic. But she's still for the empire. But then she doesn't like people doing things to help the New Republic. But then she, I don't even know. I, I, I'm i trying lot. to piece together her her it's, angle. I um, think it's like yeah. Max says in Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. No, I'm not a triple agent. I was just lying about being a double. That's it. <laughs> yeah, and I she's going to say he, it just like that. And then he gets, he's, dude, yes. He gets um, sucked she, up she into she the ultimate dimension. 
I think she's still working for Gideon. And yeah. Oh, yeah. She was just getting revenge yeah. on Gideon's behalf for Pershing. And all she needed to do was implicate him in a way that put her in a position over him that she could just, you know, snuff him uh, either mentally yeah. or entirely. Um, and I, what bothers me is that, like, she was the last person in that room. She freaking just just casually just broke the override or she wasn't even an override. She just just turned the dial and yeah. and no one questioned her. She's not in any trouble and she's allowed to just wander into like some like ranking officers uh, meeting with with like a out of rim pilot. I don't know. So the whole situation is just crazy that she isn't under They're letting her go everywhere. Yeah. Well, yeah. she's like she's like a, a I mean, she, for the New Republic, she seems like she's some kind of agent she's not just like a like triple a triple agent a triple agent what is it no what do you uh, i don't know she's not just it's one like of the informant? amnesty people but she's an informant thank you yeah. yeah um she seems to be like higher ranking so she's gained their trust in some regard so maybe they just thought like pershing was a weak baby mind and was like <laughs> well, and couldn't handle is. it on his lowest se- on the lowest setting and they were like oops um Right. I still think we're getting Pershing back. I don't think this is the last we're seeing of Pershing. But that's mm. just my crazy agree. theory. Agree. His, his mind is wiped. I think so, too. Mm. Yeah, he's well, invisible right now. But I, I would love to see him too. again. <laughs> Me, too. Um, yeah. The thing with, like, Elia uh, uh, Kane is, like, I, I find it hilarious how, like, uh, Carson's have a gives his little like bit and like she's literally just like lurking outside the office and then she just like randomly grabs like her tablet and she's just like oh i'm uh going out of the commissary do you want a cup of coffee or something and then uh the guy's just like oh no um actually uh and then he asks her like the, all this like high level intel and it's like yeah. what what <laughs> what what is your sure, good point. security clearance policy here like why are you letting the amnesty people There's in no. on all these like conversations that probably they shouldn't be in on it's just the New Republic's a mess, and you know they've the New... done a great job of showing us how much of a mess the New Republic is. You know what the New Republic is? Have you guys are you guys familiar with the series of unfortunate events, either the books or yeah. the TV show? Mm-hmm. So, Mister Poe, Mister Poe, he like always sick. takes care of the orphans who are staying with Count Olaf, who's bad, but he never notices that Count Olaf is bad or around. He notices yeah. he's bad. None of the like, adults that's not him ever recognize Count Olaf in any of his disguises in every single book. This that's the new a, republic. That's literally them. Like there's a literal like double agent for the empire standing in the room listening to intel telling them like I don't think you should help them just because they're not in the new republic. And that's that doesn't sound evil at all. And everybody's like, "Yup, uh-huh, that sounds good." <laughs> like it's just like it's it's I mean it's it's a good way of showing the new republic being undermined by, yeah. you know, yeah. first the imperial remnant and then eventually it turns into the first order. Because um, that is a big part of why the New Republic fell was because so many people in the New Republic were like secretly first order. Yeah. Mm. So I guess we'll get we'll make our way to the actual Mandalorians. Ooh, wait, in this can episode. I talk about the plucky astromech droid first? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, this guy. Yeah. all the chips on the table. That's pretty funny. Uh, bumped into <laughs> a guy uh, two episodes ago. That was that was pretty funny. This guy's a uh, big uh, big knee slapper. Really like him. Oh yeah. I uh, hope we see him again. I think we will. He's like that nice. coworker who's just constantly in everyone's way. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, so sorry. Does he have a name? Do you do you know um, if he has a name? I, I think. Didn't I think he, he said he said uh, like R eight or something. Don't do that or something. Like he he said his name. I have to go Maybe back. He's working for. All right, uh, Chad. You know what to do. <laughs> You're putting Chad to work today. I'm putting Chad to work, Chad. <laughs> so the Mandalorians. 
Carson makes his way to whatever that planet is where the alligators and Dragons. raptors are flying around. Yeah, Dragons, hell, on, yeah. hell on Earth or hell on whatever Australia. planet Australia. Awful, um, awful. Australia. Australia. <laughs> <laughs> so, we weren't going to say it. They, they get there. And I'm like, how did he track these people down? And we get one of the best scenes oh, yeah. uh, in the season so far where... So good. Who was the rat in here? And then R5 just rolls out, Speaking goes over to Carson. Sassy droids. How did they blow him away right then and there just <laughs> for, for his his betrayal? I would have been so sad. I love how R5 literally rolls out. Like, and you could pretty much obviously the droids don't like emote ever, but you could tell he was just like, Yes, finally, I'm saved. Yeah, like, I'm leaving. Hooray. Oh right. I'm, I'm just a big fan of the fact that he, that at least Carson Teva considered him part of the covert. Like how funny is that? Like, <laughs> he pretty much is. I mean, he is, but he didn't have a helmet. So I'm sorry. Yeah. We're going to have to kick him out. Maybe the dome counts as a helmet. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a helmet. It's yeah. a yeah. Well. He's got like a, bucket's a, a bucket. He pops off and Mega Gascon is inside. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Here we go. Oh, there it is. Holy Johnny was here. Here we go. Mieber watch. Hey. <laughs> we almost got a moment of the cult being bad. I'm looking for any ounce I can get, although yeah. it seems like it's kind of gone. So, anyways, yeah, I don't know. No matter. You're not, you're not getting about. it. You're not Paz, getting it, AJ. Paz threatened to kill Carson on the spot, and I'm like, whoa, buddy, that's the most it's evil just, thing uh, they've done. It is. It's just a stealing thing. It's just a loose cannon, and he has a loose he cannon. A loose cannon. <laughs> Every Vizsla <laughs> is like, oh, I'm gonna kill the good guys. That's just what they do. You can't, yeah. you can't fault them for. It. He always has. What do you call blue shirt? Yeah, blue. He called yeah. him a blue. blue boy. Blue boy. Blue boy. Clear out, blue boy. Get out of here, blue boy. Except he's uh, in. He's orange, an orange. So great. I know. Job, I was like, buddy. well, because it's Zeb was actually in blue. The, the flag is orange. The New Republic blue. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Because sure. the, the flag is blue with like a <laughs> like a golden. Is I didn't know if that was just them calling him a cop. But. Yeah, I was gonna say, is it because he's a ranger and like. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. That's, I'm down for that. Could have been anything. Um, blue boy. Or it's because he's a vault dweller and they just start calling him blue. All I'm saying yeah, is that look who the hell is talking, <laughs> Paz. Have you seen the color of your armor? Very blue. Yeah. It's like a sure. grayish blue. purpley blue. I, I would have been like, but laugh at Paz Vizsla all hey, the hey, time. Hey, hey. Like they they cut to him for like specific moments. His but, head like, looks so small. I'm yep. sorry. He's, he's cool. He has really cool armor, but he, he looks like a dope. <laughs> <laughs> I every love that time, helmet. I want to make it bigger, though. You like this every helmet? time I see him, no, he just no, like, not that. steps up and it's just like, dunk, dunk, dunk. The armorer wants to see you. Dunk, dunk. When he walks I down the like, spiral like, staircase later. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I thought they were all going to like fall down the stairs. <laughs> they probably I did. Was like, like, oh, my God. Oh, I can't help it. I'm sorry. That, that's my Paz Vizsla <laughs> rant. I think he looks silly. He has really cool armor, but I think he looks silly. And I giggle every time I see him because I'm like... <laughs> no, I'm with own. you. They, cut, they have big so man, many tiny Paz Vizsla, like reaction cuts where they'll cut to him and he'll just be like... It's no reaction. <laughs> he'll just it's, turn his head slightly and you're like, it's, yep. It's no reaction from him. They have like reactions of like Bo and Din all the time. And they do a lot of like looking at each other like, oh shit. But like that's reaction. Pa Paz Vizsla is just... Stone face helmet, I guess. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, I, I swear I could see Din and Bo do the blink yes. beam, like yeah. when 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 they're like, "Cause we're Mandalorians." Like, wait, what? I, <laughs> and, yes. and that's where Paz was redeemed. I'm going to say something controversial here. Um, even though I don't think 
I still think they're a cult. I still think the no helmets policy is bad. But I really like this group um, because they're so hard to pin down. Like, Favreau has done such a good job of making these characters. Like, I really want to dislike them, but they keep making you decisions that make me want Matt loves to the like cult. them. I get it. Unfortunate, but that's just what I'm well, going to have to say. They're not being depicted in a very negative light. They're not. You know? They're like, being depicted no. in a very positive light. They well, do they... good things. And that's where yeah, I feel, awful like people. you said earlier, Jack, it kind of feels like each season is written by a different person because they used to write the cult in a more negative way. And especially when we saw it from Bo-Katan's eyes, and we all kind of were annoyed by them, uh, maybe because of their helmet rule. And we're like, we haven't seen this before. But now, like this season, they've kind of been seen as, especially this episode, heroic. So. Well, I'm, yeah, well, I'm, I'm, this they've they've this whole season they've completely reshaped my opinion on them and I see them more as a like a monastic sect more yeah. than a cult. I agree. And to that. I those have the that. same rules. Like you can get kicked out of a monastery. Uh, no one calls a monastery. No one calls monks part of a cult. Uh, and I think. I do. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, fair. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, totally. I'm kidding. Go, fair. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Me playing both sides, so I always come out on top. Um, <laughs> I think there's something interesting about a culture that is faced with great oppression. And as a response to that, because like fundamentalism is a really rough thing because oftentimes we see examples of it in our, in our society and in history where it's used uh, for really for its own kind of oppression. Right. But like here, fundamentalism is being used as like a return to roots as cause like, these are the principles that helped us survive uh, when we were like literally when, when Mandalore was a jungle planet, we were literally fighting every day. Uh, against these yeah. beasts mm -hmm. um and so like the internet twitter and and memes in general have kind of rephrased them as a cult but i don't know anymore because because like they're not that you know culty you know they could be way more abusive to their people like the the children like din's like hey why don't we let our kids play and they're like yeah you know that's actually not a bad idea like they're not like so set in their ways that they refuse yeah i mean they let bo katan to, in like that's that was a big yeah deal, so and yes. then at the end i mean like well let's just jump to it i mean like yeah the armorer did something no one i think in this room could have expected no. uh and and that's like to, to to tell bo to take her helmet off and to say hey you're the fact that you aren't quite one of us but you are now is a real benefit and it's time we stop being so rigid. Yeah. Uh, that was so cool. And that, that's why I'm like, mm -hmm. they're not, yeah. they're not, I don't really think they're a cult anymore. I, I'm, I'm going to stop calling them cult. I really I, have uh, grown on them. Yeah. Mm. They've mm. grown on you. Yep. <laughs> so, I mean, this season's <laughs> done a lot of work to make them not seem like a cult. <laughs> no, I agree. I agree with all that. And uh, I have a couple friends that think, the armor it goes deeper than that and the armor is like playing bow at the end and i'm like i don't i don't i don't think that's it because they make it seem very it'd be a hell of a twist but like i don't think it's that. i think a lot of people went into this season expecting the armor to be the villain yeah me too including yeah. me bow yeah. and the armor to butt heads and including like, me 100 percent. none yeah. of that happened no and it's just turned around completely and instead we got uh mr leafy greens himself as the main <laughs> villain so far so far um <laughs> so yeah. but now he's dead so we're getting the real villain because obviously they tease gideon at the Mark end but... gideon again <laughs> how do you guys like... feel about oh sorry hannah go ahead oh no yeah just, just click on the mando thing like to me, the, the main plot of this show or purpose of this show is to show, uh, like, what 
people do in the face of adversity. You know what I mean? So, you know, the Mandalorian people have hit massive diversity, uh, diversity, law, adversity for years. Um, and so I, I found it really, yeah, I, I've heard that thought too, where it's like, oh, the Elmer could be like, you know, playing Bo and she's going to like kill her later or whatever. Um, but I, I definitely think it's genuine because it's like, I, I think this is the point, like this is the where the story should turn to be like, we have to come together to if we want to overcome and be like our people again and and reclaim Mandalore and all those big sweeping statements like they had to they had to figure out how to get along so I, th- mm. I think the armor has just clicked that I think that's just like she's just realized that you know what I mean yeah, yeah. Yep. the battle like catalyzed it for her like like seeing how mm. Bo was able to just mesh in this battle with with uh with the well, group even and everything last week yeah exactly that episode I didn't really like that episode last week that much but I think it was big for Bo and Din and Paz is now like friends with all of them because they went to all that trouble to save his son. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, that was a big Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And, and how, oh, go ahead, Matt. Go ahead. No, you, you, you started. I was just gonna, like, how cool was that battle? I mean, like, oh, I've been, thir- awesome. I've been hurting to talk about it this whole time. Like the moment they like dropped out of Bo-Katan's ship, I was just like jumping in my couch. Like the moment just, they like, oh my God, they gave their little yeah. pregame speech and then they jumped out of hyperspace. I was like, oh, this is like something out of Halo or something. This, that was, yeah. I was about to make go, that go, comment go. being like yeah. Halo ODST. Like, is Finish that you? This fight. Like, what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was sure. very video game with the whole prep of the entire thing. I mean, like, all right, this is the mission and here we go. And like, I loved how packed everyone was in the ship as well because they all had to be in a Bogotan ship. Mm. I'm also, um, how did the armor get to the surface? <laughs> She how did, have a how That's did a the point. covert she doesn't have a jetpack get to that planet? How did the what? They, how did the whole um they were the, all in Bogotan's ship? No, how did they get to where they were hiding in the first place if they didn't have a ship? Because they're using they bow in the N1. That's oh my god, that is such a good point. How did they get there? The they, took uh, they took an Uber. The purple. That's yeah, they, a, they, oh man, right? Because they don't a have a ship. Good question. All they had to do was just put one ship somewhere. Unless they had a ship and the alligator ate it or something. But. <laughs> it <could be> like somewhere <laughs> in like a big cave or something. You know, if you're hiding in a covert, you're not going to just let your ship be out in the open. That kind of yeah, true. Purpose of hiding in a cave. So it's but, it's probably hidden somewhere. I, I mean, know. but that being said, Bo-Katan leaves her ship out, and that's literally how Carson Teva like finds them because <laughs> he's true. like, ah, yeah, that's true. Are. <laughs> they don't care at all. So, so yeah, maybe that really kind of blows that out of the water. I can't, I now we just mentioned how the armor got to the surface. All I can think is, you know how her skirt, her skirt is kind of shaped <laughs> like a thruster or like a like a jet. Like imagine yeah. her skirt was like a jet thruster. <laughs> <laughs> that's just yeah, that's like, how she travels. And her wool, her like fur cape is like actually wings underneath. Ooh, yeah, she like that yeah. It's like down. a glider. Yeah, oh, yes. yeah. <laughs> kind of like Astro Boy, but like instead of the boots, it's her skirt. That's the boost. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah. That, I that's think that's. It. I think we, I like that. Yeah. 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 She's got like uh, Tim Allen's Santa pants. Uh, we that, like, Don't catch fire. Tim Allen Santa pants. Tim Allen's Santa pants. Check check that one off, guys. The Santa Claus <laughs> needed to mention that. that. Yep. Yeah, I was thinking like maybe Paz like like was carrying her, and that's like we're just not going to show that because that doesn't look very dignified at all. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah. He's like, yeah, carrying her down like that would kind of look weird, I guess. And there's really no other way she could do it. Yeah. You must no. put me down over here where no one will see me, so I may sneak <laughs> it. 
and then you may join the rest <laughs> of the group. <laughs> How do we feel about Bo? Like, How do we feel since, about Bo? I like ever it. since she saw that mythosaur, she's been... <laughs> She's been very sorry, shook. Was, was so like, uh, she's, you you kidding? Are you serious? What do you, what do you mean? She's kind of lost her what sass do I think? and her confidence. Is this, a is this a trick? Is this a test? It's, it's not. A test, a, it's right? not an armorer trap. Blink twice as if it's a test. Think. Shit, you can't blink. You have a helmet on. All right, I need to know if this is a test. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Anyways, you guys are talking over my question. Go also, ahead. She's really lost her confidence, um, especially going into this season because all of her people left her. But she still had some of that. When she was going, and I think Katie Sackhoff has done an incredible job because mm. she's a different character now. Like in that episode where she goes to save Din, she still had her sass and um, some confidence, you know, all that stuff. She saw the mythosaur completely different now. Like not completely different, but like she's lost, she's lost all that wit and that sass. And, you know, she's timid of, she's, in, she's um, scared of the armor. Yeah, like she doesn't. She's very hesitant, and it's you know I, don't, I, I would be too, I guess. But it's kind of funny because that's kind of what she is in Rebels. She's acting yeah. more like she does in Rebels, mm -hmm. uh, where like the same kind of shift happened, except instead of being sassy, she was uh, evil. Um, and <laughs> then she, be, you know, she kind of like just kind of softens up and is and is very timid about taking the dark saber and like being the person to lead her people. And now they're like, let's do it again. <laughs> Round two. Yeah. So much anxiety around that for her. I mean, like, she's yeah. already tried this, like, this is technically third time, if you count, like, the assault on Gideon's cruiser to try to get the Darksaber. Uh, and, like, she's, when we found her at the start of season three, she was totally lost. She was just sitting on her throne, uh, doing absolutely nothing Literally. except sitting on that throne. <laughs> Playing her Nintendo Switch. Just catching up on Breath of the Wild before the new one comes and out. The, and the know? droid walks up and the, she, he's like, oh, Mando's here. And she's like, oh. And she's like, oh, touch shit. it. She like hides it behind the scene. That seat. TikTok where she's like racing to get ready is everything. I haven't seen uh, that. That's amazing. Oh, oh it's that incredible. It's a good one. Um, yeah. And so like she really lost all meaning to her goal and her mission. And like it or not, the destruction of her home kind of forced her to start doing things again and instead of that. stagnating post season two and and yeah seeing it seeing the legendary creature of your culture uh <laughs> will do things to you and i really I so. like seeing that she's like she doesn't want to screw this up because she's been handed a legendary moment and i don't think it's lost on her she doesn't want to um, screw this up because she's already screwed it up so many yeah. times. big time i mean <laughs> one might argue that she is the reason for the night of a thousand tears mm. we don't know yeah. but yeah before before the night of a thousand tears she was given the dark saber and, and told to lead her people uh, get in a revolt against the empire next thing we know they're blowing sundari to shit so who knows mm -hmm. you know uh but Thank i god she gets to take her helmet off again i know mm. yeah. yeah we i mean they improved the wigs so much they had to show it off yeah they yeah. had to be like guys it's true Look, on, it, 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 it looks much better yeah. now, guys. It looks, it looks yeah. much better. The yeah, yeah. Like, two episodes has been like, <laughs> I will say that I was adamant on Din being the Mandalore, but now I think it's going to be Bo. Yeah. Do you? Yeah, I agree. Yep. Okay. I want it to be Bo. I, mean, I really like Bo. I like Din too. Maybe. Maybe they share Bo. it. Co Mandalore. Co Mandalore. I would like that. Vice Mandalore. What if it's Grogu? 
No. By a baby? One day. Yeah, he's probably. The, he's the heir to the throne. No. I can see that. Yeah. I can I can see that. <laughs> hmm. Like I can see that if they go to kill the Mythosaur and defeat the Mythosaur and, and Grogu kills it. And then everyone's just like stumped. Because everyone's like, we can't let a baby rule. Oh, we'll <laughs> all rule together or something. There like, you go. Lame. I don't know. I don't know. Wow. Like it's like that, that okay. it's like that one Japanese yeah, emperor that put his like five-year-old son in charge when he was like about to die. And he told all his advisors, he was like, Take care of my son, he's the new king. And then he died, and all the guys looked at each other and they're like, Shh. Matt, you're really <laughs> no, you're really referencing <laughs> Japanese cultures tonight between I, the uh theater and now that politics. I just can't, can't help it. It's good. Sorry. I'm just uh just thinking about Japan a lot. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys people always talk about? grogu being the mandalorian of the show and like hmm. people always oh i want to see him get a helmet and armor and i'm like no i don't want to see grogu get a helmet see, i like i, don't I hate it. every i hate every rendition i've ever seen of it yeah I, you can't uh, make it work with the ears you can't i'm yeah. sorry First, get him to speak before he can take the creed so yeah hmm. and hopefully time. by the time he takes the creed they don't have the helmet rule anymore see that's why we have to get rid of the helmet rule is guys. he still wearing that like yeah. flavor flav uh Piece of armor on it. The rondel, yeah, the rondel. He's got myth. He's got a, a mithril chainmail and the rondel, which is like that's the oh, best no, you can come so up good. with. Not I, even I like something vaguely chest plate related. I'm just gonna use a little desk. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. That I'm just waiting funny. for one day he's he's walking along and it just falls out at the bottom of his robe because like it's not it's secured happen. by anything. So it's just yeah, it's like, oh. so, so true. Or I, they're gonna they're gonna put him in the the living waters and. He's gonna sink like a stone, just like Din. He's just gonna go right down, like father, like son. He's just gonna. <gasps> just so good. I wonder if he knows how to swim. We we are gonna definitely have uh, a like um, Fellowship of the Ring, Frodo, um, Mithril scene, right? Where Grogu's gonna get shot. Yeah. And then everyone's like, Grogu's dead. And then he like sits up and he like opens his jacket and it's like he goes, Oh my god. And because of the best cheers. guy he says. Yeah, yeah I like, I definitely would count on that. Cause like they literally had the scene with the darts already happened. So to show, hey, we did this with paint. We're gonna shoot this kid for real. Please shoot <laughs> the baby, guys. That's what we're asking. <laughs> oh man. Guys, shoot Lucasfilm if you're listening. Lucasfilm. If you're listening, please shoot baby. Please shoot the baby. <laughs> uh, shoot the baby. That's oh like uh, so the pirates died. Pirates died. pirates died. I'm devastated. I think we all know that by now. First mate's me. Yeah, Although, I guess that kind of Vane got away. Vane mm. abandoned the crew. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, Vane, Classic yes, uh yellow-bellied pirate has to save his own skin. Gotta love it. He's mm. got out of He's there. gonna go to Nymos and Nymos and live like a king now. That's what that's what those pirates do. He's gonna go and report to Hondo. That's what he's gonna do. He's gonna be like, guess what happened? Gorian Shard is dead. Oh my god. I pledge my allegiance to you now, buddy. And Hondo's gonna be like, nice. Mm. AJ, that that was also a good point. That was a good Maz point, Jamie. That was a good joke. I like it. But yeah, Maz Kanata the Pirate Queen. Why didn't I think of that? Gorian Shard was a pirate king. He was? Uh, is that yeah. Are they married? The pirates. Are they? Yeah, were they married? I thought Gorian Shard was just a pirate. I mean, she does have a thing for like big, hairy. That's true. Uh, b- creatures. Yeah. She just loves Chewie. Has she met my friend Zeb? 
looking fine. Ah, here we go. There we go. There he is. Zeb's next. That's it. That's Ladies. It. Zeb's taken by Callus. So. I was going to say, oh, yeah. No, never mind. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. It's probably not a pilot. Um, so you're probably no. not allowed on the pilot's bike. I, I love how Zeb showed up and there's just been a lot of criticism out there of just like, oh, he, he so he didn't retire. He's not on Lyrason. This is like 10 years after. So, hmm. like, well, I, mean, I, mean, I thought they were going to put him block. there because I mean, they didn't it, want to show him in live action. Yeah. Now like, he's he, gone out the window. So he visited Lyrason, but like, I would assume he's still like out yeah. and about doing his part. Like, I think he would want to sure. like still like be with like the crew, like as well, like be with Hera and Sabine as much as he could still. So, yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure he joined the New Republic stuff just to help out with Hera. I can't speak from yeah. personal experience, but from the my friends who have served uh, and then like the transition back to civilian life, they've said that it's pretty difficult and a lot of them miss the structure of uh, of the military life. So it's like hmm. I could see Zeb being one of those guys who's just like, listen, I just there was a structure to uh, the Republic and like the, the rebel, the rebellion and all that. And I kind of miss that, even if it's not perfect. Yeah, Zeb was pretty structured in Rebels. Well, yeah, totally. <laughs> Zeb, Zeb always had something, though. He always the had structure something. around him. Those yeah. years have structure. Hera brought structure. <laughs> she did. Um, she does, yeah. Because, like, before he was, like, with the ghost crew, like, he was part of, like, the LaSat Honor Guard, and then he joined the ghost crew. So, like, he always had something going on like that, and so just going to chill with his Zebrock was not his, like, actual end-all, be-all. <laughs> So mm -hmm. I also urge everyone to look up the Rebels piece of score. It's called Zeb Rock. It's yeah, Zeb chose that music in that little bar so earlier. Oh, yeah, he, he, he put that on. No, he had to. That's that was style. such a what a what a clever detail. Imagine a call? Rangers of the High Republic Rangers comeback. High Republic. If did I say High Republic? You did. You said you did. High Republic. Well, imagine that. But imagine <laughs> imagine Rangers <laughs> of the New Republic <laughs> if. Uh, <laughs> starring Carson Teva, Zeb, Callus, Cobb Vanth. Ugh. Wow. I think that's kind of what it felt like. It's like, what hey, come on. Me, I mean, we still might do it. You never know. It's and a and Dr. Pershing can be in there with his uh memory wipes. There you go. I don't know. But like that'd be that'd be such a fun show. Mm. Um who was yeah. I and yeah. Tess Dameron? Why not throw him into the mix? And Hera. Throw everybody in. Yeah, mm. throw Darth Vader in there. I don't know. Luke I Skywalker. definitely feel like wow, that jumped. That kind of, <laughs> <laughs> um, I definitely feel like they they are testing the waters of like the reception of New Republic characters. I, I definitely feel like they're kind of like yeah, yeah, like this. You guys like this? Oh, yeah. Um, mm. but I, I definitely think like yeah, like after the slate of shows we have now, like Skeleton Crew, uh, Ahsoka and Acolyte, I think surely a a new republic centric show whether it's rangers or titled as something else is like next on the list i definitely think that's where it's going yeah i hope mm. so For like new Me content, too. Yeah. i know they said they're mixing the plot lines they had for rangers of the new republic into uh mando and ahsoka but mm. there's always more you know so more, yeah. yeah there's yeah. always more stuff to do with the new republic so go ahead you know make rangers of the new republic i want it everybody so, wants it very quickly to tie up this episode, chapter 21, we see Carson Teva, who we're talking about, find that Imperial shuttle in space. Very mm -hmm. creepy scene, although I was kind of underwhelmed by it. I thought like something cooler was going to be in there, but I guess it's kind of a big deal, right? That we see like a trace of Beskar on the wall somehow. Yeah. Like, Jack, you, yeah. you're a Beskar specialist. How does that make sense? First of all, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> uh, second of all, um, 
So there's a couple things it could be, right? Like, I mean, we know there are Mandalorians out there who uh, are beholden to no one, are mercenaries, and will take any job. So they could have easily been hired to break Gideon out because only Mandalorians could be so efficient. Um, mm. At the same time, it also could be a pretty lazy plant because the Empire had Beskar and could have easily had more Beskar. And Gideon, of all people, would love to cause more trouble for the Mandalorians after the trouble they've caused him. So yeah. um, I I just hope Carson doesn't take the bait because, like, it's obviously not the children of the watch. Uh, but it could easily be other Mandos. They don't even have a ship. They don't have a ship. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We've been over this. My guy, how <laughs> do you think we do this? <laughs> just 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 break it down for me i don't understand <laughs> i think that the biggest uh, the biggest thing is um the children of the watch may go out of their way to say that they don't use best car weapons um and they they melt down yeah. the weapons but they use some of them for training but they don't use the best car weapons like anymore um because they would use them against the Jedi, but there are no more Jedi, right? Uh, so that had a best car for the armor. But, He's totally cool to use it whenever. She yeah, wants. she uses it, but um, but yeah. <laughs> scroll back to last season. We the best car spear. Mm. Um, the, that magistrate, uh, Elsbeth, yeah. Morgan Elsbeth. Um, she had a, a spear. What did What's they end up with doing her? with her? Did yeah. they just leave her there? Ahsoka yeah, kicked her butt, and then they left her there. Yeah, Ahsoka kicked they her left, butt, and then like, left. They left she, her I don't think she got the information. To eat her. Yep. So, oh yeah. Huh. Yeah, I well, I thought it would have been the like Cosca Reeves and the other guy that like mm -hmm. um yeah, that, that was Axe Wolves. Wolves. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wolves. that like because because yeah, they left Boca like when Bo-Katan at the start of the season was like, oh yeah, they like they went off and they're like just around the galaxy now. I was like, that's a weird way to end that those characters. Yeah, so maybe it could be them. Could be them could wanting be, yeah. to find, you know, they know Moff Gideon. Um, they're like, well, Bo like lost him, so like we're gonna have to go find him. And maybe they're trying to track him down to mm. to find maybe. who has the dark saber. It's a good yeah, theory oh, I, too. I think they're just Imperial Mandalorians, like Gar Saxon. I just think they're Mandalorians cool. with Imperial armor. They that uh, Gideon traders. probably ruled over. Mandalore at some point, right? He was probably the governor mm. of Mandalore. I'm I'm just assuming, but that's I want to know what the story connection. is there. Yeah. Um. Mm. So I'm assuming he had some kind of Mandalorian force backing him. Mm. I like this comment. The armor is that job. Okay, <laughs> so you first you're going to be mad at her for for being rigid, and then the <laughs> second she shows any kind of flexibility, you're going to call her a hypocrite. I mean, come on, what's where's the I, right answer? I need her Remember helmet to come off. And then I'll come around. I yes. thought she was going to. I, I did too. Yes. I was like, uh, I, see. I thought we were getting so it close. I think. Mm. I think. We'll give it time. Like, if she's even willing to to try to meet with other Mandalorians in exile, uh, regardless of whether or not they wear the helmet, because she's sending someone who walks both ways. Um, I think. I. I think there's a chance for flexibility down the line. Yeah, like maybe you're like an orthodox versus like a, a reformed uh, Mandalorian. You know, like I think that'd be a, a good, good, good thing for them. Like, hey, if you like the old ways, if you like the fundamentalist take, go for it. If that helps you be centered, great. But if you don't want to do that, you're still a Mandalorian. I don't know. Yeah. I thought there was like a little that. bit of tension, a little bit yeah. of romantic tension Ooh, between hey. between Bo and Amara. Bo's okay. got tension with everybody, right? I she mean, does. Like She's just too. a like, saucy oh, lady. Yeah. Those sparks just... in the minds of Mandalore. <laughs> yeah, with that, with that creature she killed. Yeah. Right? The sparks were flying. Oh, Lord. Wow, that'd be 
That'd be cool. Yeah. Be, mm. yeah. I don't really know how it would work, but yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Unless well, the armor helmet. takes your I helmet think, off. Yeah, do I they kiss with good. helmets on? Is that how that's it works? What it, that's what you got to do. Just, they just like... Okay. You just knock helmets, helmets together. together. You're like... Yeah. <laughs> you just head button. Knocking helmets sounds like... <laughs> it already <laughs> sounds like a euphemism. Yeah, <laughs> you, don't really need, you don't need to go very far. I've had <laughs> enough. <laughs> I did want to say quickly... Oh, it's hilarious. Me. There's three episodes left, and we haven't even seen Moff Gideon. Yeah, what's that? That's well, that's kind of how season one was, right? Like Gideon was that's not like even all the on seasons our, have come. He existed until the end so, of season yeah. one. Yeah, true. Okay. We have more hints in season two. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> awesome. So, uh, thank you, Hannah. Thank you so much for coming on our show tonight. Um, where can everybody find you on your, all of your adventures? Yeah, we you can have a, a good time with uh, me and the, the live chat uh, over on the Ray side, at the Ray side, I-R-A-E side. Uh, we do a lot of random stuff there. I do gaming. We have a lot of, uh, we make stuff, we cook stuff, we eat stuff, Star Wars. It's really fun. Uh, and yeah, it's at the Ray side on Instagram and Twitter as well. Uh, but yeah, this has been a blast. Thanks so much uh, for having me on, guys. It's been great banter. I can't believe, what was the weirdest thing we spoke about tonight? Um, we just um, talked about Mandalorians headbutting each other. Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, yeah, you guys were talking about uh, batteries while I walked away. I didn't bat- yeah, that's right. We got all quiet, right. so I don't know. I'll we were talking batteries. about Cobb Vance needing a yeah, rechargeable lithium-ion yeah. battery. Yeah. <laughs> post uh, Six Stables. Anyway, post um, <laughs> this has been the Holland and Rutter's uh, podcast for the Mandalorian Chapter 21, The Pirate. If you've been watching tonight in the live with us and hanging out in the chat, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. If you've been listening to it, this is also available in a video version. If you've been watching the video, you can check this out on your mobile apps as well and all the audio versions as well. Um, you can find us everywhere at Holland and Marauders, and we'll see you guys next time on the Holland and Marauders podcast. Yeah.